413 here on Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, I mentioned earlier Rooftop Cinema uh, downtown at 7 p.m. at 1st Avenue parking ramp. And uh, wonder, we wondered whether or not it was going to be happening tonight because there's a little bit of threat of rain. But it is still going. 110 East 11th Street, Level 5. Bring a chair, comfortable on chair, enjoy a free movie. There's food and drink and lawn games, all kinds of cool stuff. This month's movie is old school, so that's that's a good movie. You're going to want to go to that. We are joined now by Jody Schwan. She is the founder and operator of Siouxfalls.business and our kind of go-to person for all things retail, development, and restaurants. Uh, but Jody, you've got a very special event coming up tomorrow night. We do. It's a brand new one for us. So we run the brand 605 Made, which is part of Sioux Falls Dot Business, but it focuses on both very small businesses as well as really creative ones. So we like to feature what we call the maker movement, and that is broad. So it can mean everything from an artist or a sculptor to a designer or a chef or a small farmer. Uh, lots of different people make things, and what we like to do is show you what they make, tell you their stories, and then give you a chance to buy their products. So we've done uh, events before uh, under the brand Sioux Falls Made, which I started several years back. We recast it and uh, took it in a statewide direction with 605 Made, and now are offering this event called Night Market. So what makes this different, um, first of all, might be kind of obvious. It's at night. So typically, (laughs) if you think of like Sidewalk Arts Festival, for example, or any number of popular kind of art shows, craft shows, they're all during the day. So this one is different in that you get to shop under the lights, hopefully under the stars. I don't (laughs) know. I'm I'm hopeful that uh, the rain might hold off until late. Um, But have a really different kind of downtown shopping experience. You know, we know... Friday nights are very popular downtown anyway. Um, we're not tying it to first Friday this time. We tied it to the final Friday in August. You might even say one of the final Fridays of the summer. There you go. Bad, but, yeah, we don't want to do Labor Day weekend because we know lots of people take off. So right. uh, we were hopeful that, that this would work out, and I think it's going to. So it's in the parking lot of Sharapa Place, uh, real easy to find. Hopefully you can just follow the lights. Um, but it gets going at 5 o'clock. So if you work downtown and you want to just wander over and check it out. Uh, we'd be happy to have you come shop with us, eat a little bit, drink a little bit, and listen to live music. That's cool. Now, in the past, when you've done these events at Sharapa, uh, you had them in the garage. Will, there be, will part of it be in the underground garage there, or will it all be out in the parking lot? I'm probably going to wish that I had gone that direction come tomorrow <laughs> if it is rainy. Um, but no, okay. uh, we're going to go back there in December. That's where we've held our holiday market for the last couple of years. And God. it is really fun to see a parking garage turn into a pop-up shop. And that's the plan for December. But we wanted to keep everything together um, and keep it outdoors because generally in August, the weather's pretty nice. So um, that's where this whole idea of night market came together. And Typically, at our events in the past, we've had a little bit of food, or we might have a couple trucks parked outside mm-hmm. the venue, and this time, we wanted to step that up even more. Um, there's going to be a stage. We will have three different acts uh, on the stage, um, beginning around the dinner hour and then continuing until 10 o'clock, and we've got, I think, about five or six um, food vendors. We were going for sort of an international street food concept. Yeah, and, and they look they look great. Yeah, I think we got there. You know, I'm really happy with the mix that we got. 
in the food. Um, yeah. so, so let's just go down these. You've got yeah. Breaking Burrito, which is burritos, tacos, and quesadillas. Uh, Big J's, burgers, brats, pulled pork, and local sweet corn. Mediterranean-style food from the owners of Baki Gelato. How do you say Boki Gelato. Gelato, Gelato yeah. which is, Gelato is awesome. Uh, but they're going to have food as well. And then uh, Tech... Taqueria Sanchez, did I say that right? Taqueria Sanchez. Taqueria, yeah. yeah. Selling tacos, burritos, quesadillas, tortas, and las gringas. But yep. then it says here, Green and Spices will de- debut its Indo-Thai food truck at the event. Now that's cool. I know. I mean, how many times do we get asked about Thai food? A lot. Yes. So we were really excited to give uh, the owners of Greens and Spices, which is an Indian grocery store that opened earlier this year, a chance to... Uh, do some of their specialty dishes for us, and they sound great. So uh, they will have a red chicken curry, uh, samosas, and mm. some other Indian specialties that sound terrific. So uh, I hope they made a lot because <laughs> I have a feeling that it will be pretty popular. I love Indian food, and it's I'm I'm late to the game on Indian food, but man, oh. yep. Those yep, and don't are... uh, don't forget about the beverages. No, there's beverages, and again, these are these are folks uh, makers essentially. When you're talking yep. about brewers, local Absolutely. local brewers, so you've got a good selection there as well. Yeah, it's it's not easy. We had this vision of a brewers row, right? So I wanted to get all these local brewers there um, to sell their beer. Well, because of permitting and other things that are necessary to do, mm-hmm. um, that's not the simplest thing. But what made it happen for us was our friends at Ode, right mm-hmm. inside Sharapa. So Ode is running the beverage service for us at the event, and they went out and worked with Fernson, Hydra, Woodgrain, and hopefully a couple other local ones um, to bring them to the event. So everybody's working through Ode, and then there will be representatives of the breweries there to talk about their work. And, of course, you can uh, go ahead and try it out for yourself, and uh, hopefully we'll get some nice uh, new customers in because I know, you know, they've got a lot of fans already, but sometimes events like this are a great way to expand your reach just a little bit. So that's Yeah. What I like about it is if you haven't been to a lot of these places, it's uh, an opportunity to, if you can have, you can, you know, try different beers and everything, Mm -hmm. but then all these, these are not um, restaurants that you're going to run across on a regular basis. So you get to try a lot of different food that's, and it's all in one place. That's pretty cool. It's all in one place, and you don't have to pay to get in. So, you know, I want to thank our sponsors, the First National Bank and Lloyd Companies, because they help us keep the event free. You know, there are costs involved, obviously, in putting these things on, and they also allow us to keep the fees quite low for the makers. And, you know, for a lot of these folks, it's not a high-margin business when you're making artwork, you know, or... um, creating local food or, or even beverages. And so uh, many of them have never even sold before or sold, sell very rarely or sell only online. So this is a new experience for them, and we want to make it as accessible as we can. We've got a great mix of locally made products for sale, too. Um, I think we probably we keep adding. So I think we're at about two dozen um, local artists, um, jewelry makers. Uh, we've got repurposed items. We've got accessories for your yard. You can do some early Christmas shopping there. It's a really nice mix of products that uh, the makers are going to be bringing to us tomorrow. We're talking with Jody Schwan. She is the founder and operator of Business that you can find on the web anytime. That's Business, not .com. And you can follow uh, Jody at 
uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. And so get the latest in news from the world of business and development and restaurants and retail and all the rest. And, uh, and Jody's a frequent guest on this show, and we always appreciate when she can stop by. Uh, so the the event is, is tomorrow night from 5 to 11, 5 to 10. Uh, 5 to 10. 5 to 10 yep. in, in the parking lot of Sharapa Place. Uh, so it's a lot of food and beer and, and other, you know, not non-alcoholic beverages, but also wine. Is it local wine, or is that all through... All through Ode. That's all through yeah. Ode. So, you know, if you're not um, maybe as big of a connoisseur of the local mm-hmm. beer, there'll be some more traditional beer uh, and wine, too, for sale from Ode. What is dry? And now, you've been uh, following and involved with the Makers Movement now for uh, a few years. And why do you think it continues to grow? Because you keep rotating your vendors. It's not the same people every time. Right. You know, we've got a few regulars in these events. We've had some, this has been really fun to watch, who started with us when it was their first event. And now one of our original uh, sort of new makers just got products placed at Yonkers. So, I mean, that's been really cool to see them develop. Um, really? Who's makers, that? Can you tell us who uh, that, that was? Yeah, it's uh, my, my friend Barbara Christian, a uh, terrific graphic designer. So design is an element of this, too. And she designs uh, Sioux Falls and South Dakota-inspired tea towels, which make fantastic gifts. Um, That's amazing. And, yeah, so she sold for the first time with us at a holiday market. She did great. And then um, it, it convinced her, because she knew there was this easy way to begin selling her products, it convinced her to make them in the first place. And she had success with it. She sold some online. Then she got them placed at Simply Perfect downtown. So mm-hmm. we thought that was really exciting. It still is, of course. And then just recently, I uh, got an order from uh, Yonkers and Herbergers to, to go into several of their locations. So um, it's exactly what we want to see happen. You know, I caught up with David Napolitano, who's another maker. He's on the, the food side of it. But I caught up with David when he was originally baking bread in his parents' garage several right. years ago at the very start of the maker movement. And now he's and so got we a very followed him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was exciting when he got his product in a couple restaurants and in uh, the co-op and now he's got his own storefront. So, um, you know, there's a number of stories like that. And so for one, I think, you know, other people see it and they're inspired to give it a try. The barrier to entry now with e-commerce uh, is lower than ever. Mm-hmm. And I think just social media, in general, encouraging people to share, you know, what they create has probably led to uh, some inspiration. Pinterest, the leader among them, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Um, But probably in a bigger sense, we've seen this in retail in general, a bit of a backlash toward the the mass-produced sort of foreign-made products and a bit of a swing more toward uh, locally made items that are unique and things that you're not going to see everywhere. So I, I think there's probably a lot of different forces at work. You know, the other thing that's really cool about um, these, uh, your 605 Made and also the store on, on Phillips Avenue with that's a lot of makers. What, you remind me of the name of that store. Oh, right? Unglued. Yep. Unglued. Is that, you know, there's so much South Dakota and Sioux Falls specific items, whether it's T-shirts or pillows or what have you, that it, it really is cool gift giving stuff. You know, mm-hmm. after you've you've worn out all these years of uh, of buying mom some you know some other trinket, you can get her something uh, that's very specifically uh, flavored by the this this area, which is really cool. Yeah, people have so much pride in in where they live if they're still here or where they're from. You know, and I think Barbara has seen that with her um, 
South Dakota inspired towels to a lot of people give those as gifts to people who have moved away or maybe who are moving here or even visiting here. You know, I think uh, there's been a good market for that as well. But uh, it's just great to see these local businesses take off. You know, it's, it's what we want to see economically and what we want to encourage. And for me, it's really fun because there's a there's a craft show crowd out there, right? I mean, these are yep. the people who will be at Sidewalk Arts at 6 a.m. Yep. Um, but when we hold our events, you know, we deliberately, we try to do them on Fridays when we can. We do them downtown, and it's really fun to see that crowd that works downtown that would probably never otherwise go to an event like this uh, walk through it because it's there and it's convenient. And to see them interacting and uh, meeting the makers and buying the products is, is really fun. That's outstanding. Jody, uh, thanks for being with us. Your show is a 605 made night market that is on Friday night from 5 to 10 at the Sharapa Place parking lot, which is right between 6th and 8th streets, right on the river. It's hard to miss. So thanks for helping us out today, Jody. Absolutely. Hope to see you there. Cool. Okay. Coming up after the news, we have our third in our series on uh, the ethics of genetic testing, Lindsay Corton. She is a Yankton high school science teacher who went through a program that is a partnership with Harvard and Sanford Research. And uh, we're looking forward to that interview. That's coming up right after the news on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO.